0: So here we go.
1: (laughs) Hotly contested topic this week. Episode
0: number eight of Shooting the Shite.
1: That's Ben. I'm Alex. All right. So if you
0: listened to the last episode, you know that this title or the episode of this episode, the title of this episode. Get the marbles out of your mouth, kid. Is the greatest movie ever. And like all other episodes we've done. I have not done my research. I haven't done anything. I go strictly off <laughs> off of gut feeling, and I came to a very quick conclusion on that. We're this trying
1: thing. to become professionals. We might want to start doing the research.
0: No, I, well, I don't have to. That's my point. <laughs> it's just I I I go on my gut. That's how it we
1: f- watch movies. I get
0: my it. gut and common sense has got me a lot in life, but I thought this was going to be a very. Muchissimo, two guys sitting back talking about great movies and all i'm hearing is how you're gonna pick apart my selection because it's not a classic guy film
1: no we will talk about movies and the you know the honorable mentions as we like to call it but your pick like the last episode of the which pill would you take has left me jaw on the floor stunned i don't know what to say here like i do know what to say i made a criteria i did some i don't even want to call it research but a framework as to how i came to my conclusion so i'm very interested to hear you defend your pick um
0: but as we said from the beginning this is this and it's next to impossible to come up with the greatest movie ever. No, you're right. Everyone's it's like saying gonna... the greatest song ever. You can't do it, right? Because there's genres of movies, etc. There's different lists. There's Siskel and Ebert's greatest list. There's right. whatever, right? This there's... is strictly your pick. Like I the...
1: agree. I, I understand what you're saying. And it's your opinion is totally valid. But I am stunned yet again. <laughs> okay, this is, this is your decision. But
0: as we spoke about this, you were flip-flopping. You're like, "Oh, it's this one." No, wait a minute. Maybe it's this one. Oh, maybe because I, I like
1: a lot of movies, right? And but the for fact me, that your I, movie went, jumped out exactly, uh, and I'm stunned because
0: uh, it's that it's that type of movie. I just it's my favorite movie. I think it's a perfect movie. Not perfect in the sense there's no. Errors in it because there is no such movie like that. Continuity errors, whatever the case is, you but
1: try to minimize them. If not,
0: but incomplete. I think it's the acting superb. The storyline is great. You care for the characters. At the end of it, I'm I'm left pleasantly happy. It's one of those things that can come on on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon, and I'll see it and go, oh okay, and I'll just watch five minutes of it. The next thing I know, I'm glued and I'm watching the entire movie. And
1: do you want to just come out with our picks, or do you want to like explain how you got to this? You sort of are explaining
0: it. Yeah, I don't think there's any explanation. I just told you why. Like it's oh. just it moves me. It moved you. There's other. Um, just say your pick. Tell them your pick. My okay, my my pick is Notting Hill.
1: <laughs> Notting Hill with Hugh Grant, Julia Roberts, 1999 film. Maybe one of the best romantic comedies, sure, I'll give you that. But to, like you just said about genres and everything, don't know how many rom-coms have been winning Oscars or getting, you know.
0: But that wasn't the criteria. No,
1: I, I get that. But I just, really, I was stunned out of all the movies you've seen. Okay, that's and, and, the movie. And I think that you're this podcast your
0: is premature because you have not watched it. So you're going to stand here I and watch try to tell Clips. me why it's not the greatest. But you haven't you haven't had the same experience i had you didn't watch it you didn't understand it They're like there's little if you're a movie fan like if you're a, a a critic of film which i'm not saying i am but i i i think i mentioned on another i uh, podcast that when i came to toronto i wanted to try to get into acting and i took mm-hmm. classes and quickly found out i don't have it so i excuse me i can watch a movie and uh look at a scene and go wow that's an interesting choice and then my mind gets flowing because i'm like have you ever read a script yes an actual script so it's just words yeah right and they give you a little bit of direction like she slaps him in the face or something right, right? but there's no um a, a, and when you walk in for a cold read they call it like you're just going in for a audition. here's the words give yeah. me what you got that can go in 50 different ways because you have no context, you have no background, you got nothing about the character, anything, right? So you might interpret the words on the page differently than I interpret the words on the page. So when I see a movie and I see this really, um, and it doesn't have to be like an intense scene where there's massive amounts of emotion, but it's a really intricate scene. I always think to myself, well, that that's interesting because if I was that and, and I read those words, would I have approached it that way and of course they have the the luxury of discussing it with the with the director okay here's what's happening and don't forget that you know you 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 know lost a a a brother when you were younger so that's part of like they put the context in there right but there's there's these and you can sometimes catch it on film there's these little moments in a scene where it just looks real like you forget you're watching a movie You, you you think you're watching like, it actually happened. Right. They're but, not actors. It's real. But Notting Hill. And that's you, That's Notting how it. you feel in Notting Through Hill? the entire film. Oh. It's got such good editing, such good camera placement, such good acting, such good writing. Okay, they're, you're they're...
1: touching upon some of the things that I... Uh, let me talk about my structure, okay. how I... <laughs> how
0: I... Well, okay, well, I'll throw
1: yours out, though, before you get in. Into... it. Well, mine's very cliche. Um Well is it not? You know what my pick is. I'm surprised. You stayed with your. I stayed with Goodfellas. Goodfellas. I picked Goodfellas. I think to me when you're looking at great movies you have to look at a few things. The plot and the flow. Um, You want a good pace and this is where you're right. I haven't watched Notting Hill so I'm not sure of the pace and if it is all that
0: interesting to me, but, I find. But, but I'll just stop you there for a second. But it's a <laughs> totally different style of film. Hundred like percent. You can sit down and watch Goodfellas and and be like, holy! Ca-, like, because of all the, the gory scenes and the stuff that happens, it's a true story. Like, it's a it's a different genre, really. If you want to think of it that way. You right. just said one thing that's really important to me. It's a true story. That's that's probably on your list too. Yeah. But th- this mm. this story, Notting Hill, may not be a true story. But it happens quite frequently, you know. Like this, it may not be based on two people's actual story, but it happens.
1: I hope the listeners can give me good examples of a celebrity who ends up with
0: someone in a much different realm than them. And there's I'm not lots of lots of actors and actresses that end up with, say, their, their regular makeup person. Joe
1: really yeah well, yeah. but still that's someone from the industry we're talking about and Hugh Grant's character is yeah. if no one or if anyone listening has not seen the movie Hugh Grant's character owns a little travel bookshop and yes he's charming it's Hugh Grant for God's sakes I'm not gonna sit here and say he's not but Julia Roberts walks in a list celebrity and uh, known around the world as some famous actress I don't know the name of the character Anna Scott. Anna Scott. So sorry to offend you, Benjamin, but uh, again, one day I will watch it probably soon. Maybe I should have watched it before this, but it may have given me
0: more ammo.
1: (laughs) It may have given me more ammo. I hope we can do a podcast
0: in the future where it's you just groveling and apologizing saying, maybe it's not the greatest movie in your mind, but you can totally understand. I like, I'm going to give you this, that I could understand
1: that it's a good movie, but to Step right up and say, "Great to greatest is to it's me." my that's...
0: greatest movie,
1: <laughs> and I will allow you to have your opinion, but I will respectfully disagree. Okay, sorry. So, back, so to you, back to the plot and the flow. Mm-hmm. It's got to have pace. It's got to be interesting. It's got to be believable. And that, to me, was the big strike on Notting Hill. So There's my first strike against your pick. Why no is it not believable? What do you mean it's not believable? Why? We just talked about it. It's totally possible. humble little bookshop okay, so, owner ends up with
0: Anna Scott. So, so like, um, you know, I don't. I mean, I'm a big Star Wars fan, but Star Wars, Star Trek, uh, Independence Day, like Again, those, those are movies that are believable. But this is a, two people falling in love. It's a not-
1: different genre of film altogether. Okay. You just took fantasy and sci-fi movies and threw it up against not believable.
0: Hill. Why is this not believable? People fall in love all the time.
1: Yes, they do. And uh, the woman
0: that I am with today, I have
1: no idea how I got that.
0: I have no idea how the that stars
1: happened. aligned. Let's just leave and it at the stars and aligned, and mean. that's what happened here. Okay, kind of, you
0: know. They, I just understand. They the have. Difference here. I'm a romantic. I'm not. I'm obviously not. You're you're blowing holes through this like Swiss cheese. My just friend. because I,
1: I'm stunned that this is your pick. Anyway, <laughs> it is what it is. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you. That This is the worst movie ever. I'm not saying that, but I'm just surprised that you as a film buff did not recognize other talents
0: ahead of Notting Hill. Okay, well, that's the key, because I was going to say I have
1: recognized other films,
0: but in my... Well, we'll
1: get there to the honorable mentions, but now I'm going to back up why I chose Goodfellas. So back to the plot and flow. It's (laughs) faster than The Godfather, another cliche movie that always gets bandied about as the best movie ever, one of. Um, i like to see a good character arc i want to see some development a rise and possible fall and maybe a not resurrection but uh a...
0: totally in, in, in
1: and Notting Hill has that yeah, i yeah. i find it hard to believe it's... how explain really quickly give us the Cole's
0: notes for those of us like me who haven't seen it okay well think about it so so a regular Joe, happenstancely meets this starlet mm-hmm and I don't want to give the whole thing away, but... Give it away, quickly. <laughs> okay, so he invites her back to her his place because they bumped into each other in the street, and she's got... Um, juice. juice. He spills juice on her. So he brings her back to her place, and she... she After she bought a book from his little bookshop. She happens to kiss him. Right. And she leaves. So in his mind, like, well, that was weird and amazing, but I'll never see her again, right? Mm-hmm. And then whatever the time frame is, a few days later, whatnot, he finds out through his idiot roommate that she actually called. Good
1: actor, that guy, by the way, Rice Iphens or so, whatever. So he's he, he's funny.
0: He reaches out to her. Correct, okay. And he goes to, to meet her thinking that, you know, she's interested or whatnot. And and that's the whole arc <laughs> of the movie. Not? Is that, that they have this sort of banter back and forth, so she kind of makes it out like at when when he goes to see her that, you know, they're just friends or whatnot. And then he ends up spending an evening with her at his sister's birthday party, which mm-hmm. is a fantastic scene altogether. Okay. Because it's so real. Uh, and then... She, and then I won't give it away, but there's a downer. There's like a kapoom and it's done. And he thinks, okay, that's how it's supposed to end, right? Like I'm a regular guy. How am I going to end up with this person? Right. But he's heartbroken about it. Mm -hmm. And then she rears herself again. She shows up out of the blue. How long is that gap? Uh, like a year. Okay. Shows up again. And, uh, and again, he's not, you know, he doesn't think that he's in, he's not pursuing it. He's just being a friend. But then she being a nice guy reveals that she's, you know, she wants more, like she's interested, and then boom, another brick wall happens, which I won't give away, and then it's he's like, okay, it's done, like uh, it's totally screwed up. I'll never be with her, and that makes sense because I'm a regular guy. Like, what am, who am I? Like, why would I think that? Mm-hmm. And then again, so the film
1: sounds like it wants to give into the reality. So there's
0: all there's all these arcs, and you're yeah. you're like left like, oh. And then, oh, it's Almost possible again. Blue and, balls oh, of the relationship. It's fantastic. <laughs> if Hugh Grant ever listens to this, and I'll say, look, another great one from him. Obviously, is about a boy, but also music and lyrics. Like he's the the quintessential. Okay. Love, love, actually, like he's the he's the the, the So I like to see a,
1: a big rise and fall. Goodfellas, I thought it definitely has that. I mean, Henry Hill, he starts out wanting to be in the mob. Well, if not in the mob, he wants to be a gangster. He loves the lifestyle. He sees it from across the street. He joins in at a young
0: age doing remedial tasks. I guarantee you anybody that's listening to this has seen Goodfellas before. They've seen Notting Hill. So oh, you, 100%. So you don't have to recant skip the whole it. movie for this. Well, I'm just
1: saying it's interesting how it goes <laughs> from that. You know, he reaches the heights and then eventually ratting on all his friends and doing exactly what he didn't want to do and relocating. Uh, in the witness witness protection agency or whatever program Mm -hmm. Um, you know you also have the you see the real craziness of uh, Robert De Niro's character in that movie like after the Lufthansa heist and you think oh everyone should be eating high off the hog and uh, no the circle gets very small very quickly he wants to cut off any loose ends that he can and in a Plot that big, which again, true robbery. It's interesting. It's believable because it happened. Um, And the bodies just start piling up, and we'll get there. But uh, because I'm gonna get to filmography, and I guess I'll just go there now, actually, because we've talked about intensity. Um, You,
0: yeah. Let's see. Here we go. There's total intensity in Goodfellas. I get that, but and the intensity that you're talking about, obviously. Is not in in Notting Hill because it's not the same type of movie. It's not in the same genre. However, if you're really, if you're really engaged and uh, in uh, interested isn't the right word, but if if you're if you care about the characters, you're invested, in invested in the characters. Is the word I'm yeah. looking for, Because yeah. I put
1: investment in the characters. Like I was really pulling for Henry Hill. I don't even know what for. He's a bad guy. Like. You know, at the end of the day, like, you should, if you're of good moral compass, you should want them to go to jail. Um, I, I don't really know what I was expecting uh, out of that for investment, but it was like I wanted to see him survive. Yeah, like, maybe not survive, per se, or even thrive. Like, it's not like, he wasn't Italian. He wasn't going to become the leader of the gang, the leader of the mob. He wasn't even going to be a made guy, Henry Hill. Or Jimmy, that's Bob De Niro's character.
0: What do you mean he wasn't Italian?
1: Henry Hill wasn't fully Italian, so he therefore could never be accepted fully into the mob. He would never be a made guy. Like Joe Pesci's character who wanted to be a made guy, and that's where he gets clipped. They bring him down to the basement. He thinks he's getting made. That was never an option for Bob De Niro or Ray Liotta's characters. So anyway, it's not like I could even say like, oh, you want to see him rise to success? I guess. I don't know. That's I was invested, even though it's like, you know, this is a bad <laughs> investment. Um, but no, back to filmography and just the shots that are used in Goodfellas. I don't know how much of that goes into a rom-com. I'm, and again, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just surprised out of all the movies you've seen that this was your choice. Like.
0: Well, we we could spend 20 minutes talking about the process, which I would love to do, because basically it's like two, two people like you and I sit down like, OK, let's come up with an idea. So that's that's the seed. And then mm-hmm. you, you have to, you know, write the script and then you've got to give it to somebody and they say, yes, that's a good that's a good idea. We're going to make a movie out of it. And then who's the director, like who's got the vision for it. And they do that. And then you got to have like cinematographers and it's a team effort completely. I I agree with you there. And and look at, look at some of the movies out there that have been done twice by two different people. Give me an example. I want to say, well, okay. Most recently just the, the Schneider cut of, of the, um, uh, justice league. Right. So like the original one, it, it, it came out and it, it was, it was good, I guess, because it was, you know, the DC superhero sort of stuff, but it wasn't great. And then they said, okay, let's give it to Schneider, and, and he took all the same, like, the footage, because what we see in the, in the theater, there's tons of stuff that's cut out, right? Right. So there's all these other scenes that he put together again and remade the movie, and hmm. it's got a totally different tone to it. Anyway, okay, I but digress.
1: I, I'm just saying, like, for Goodfellas, at least, there's mm. some very famous shots, like the tracking shot of, uh, when he enters Ray, the yeah he goes the into club. the copa through the back and it's like that's all one continuous shot <laughs> really well done like that's one of those scenes that people always oh yeah I know that scene and uh you know that you have the stereo I don't want to say stereotypical but the the trunk shot where you know the camera's in the trunk and the door opens up and it's looking out at the characters um you know those are good shots there was at the end when you have or even before that when karen his wife is on top of him with the gun and it it opens up and you're staring down the barrel of the gun with him, like that's that goes back to being an intense moment i I
0: think the the best and and most i don't say touching but the the biggest shot for me was the very last scene where he steps out on the porch to grab the paper because he's in the witness protection. Yeah, with now he's just a and and he looks bum. at you like, and you know the story, right? And he's right. just kind of like, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, yeah. To me, I just thought like, you know, call it cliche that I pick Goodfellas again using that word, but I just thought that there was enough going on in that movie between the filmography and the intensity, the character
0: arc of him. See, part of me wants to think you were just lazy. And you just pick this because this is like the classic guy's film?
1: No. Because
0: there's got to be some like film noirs or sub, you know, films out there where you've seen. I've seen some Bogart movies and and, stuff. And you're like, wow, that was
1: a great film. And again, this is why I was surprised you didn't pick like Star Wars. You're a huge Star Wars fan. I know it. It was ahead of its time. And I love it. I thought you would have made a case that that could have been your greatest movie ever. But whatever, I digress. Uh, Another thing we've talked about, actually, no, this one we haven't talked about, soundtrack. I'm a big music and movie guy.
0: Notting Hill's got a great soundtrack.
1: What's one of the songs in Notting Hill?
0: It's amazing how you can speak right to my heart. Nope. You've uh, never heard that song. Never.
1: I'm sorry. Oh my god! Like so many people have done that song. I'm I'm sorry. I, I'm gonna have to edit it that by? out. Who's it by? Who's No, don't edit that Ooh. out. <laughs> and
0: the world needs to hear Ben's karaoke. <laughs> um, who did that? Um, I'd have to look it up because so many people have done it. It's kind of like it's kind of like Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. Like so many people have covered oh, okay, that. Okay. Okay. Right.
1: Like to me in Goodfellas, you have you know Harry Nilsson. You got know, jump into the fire, and it fits the scene um you have rags to riches near the beginning again really just sort of without anything really happening it just it makes total sense why they picked that song um give me shelter i think that's one of the tunes that they use in that one you know scorsese loves his rolling stones what up what up that's a side discussion Beatles versus rolling stones ben and i will probably have another episode (laughs)
0: another discussion for another day I can remember actually, this is, this is coincidental, but I, I can remember watching Goodfellas. I mean, I could go back and see the posting online, but I don't know, let's call it 10 years ago. And probably at that point, that was my seventh or eighth time seeing it. Mm-hmm. And that scene where it's all kind of coming together at the end and they're playing that dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Layla. Exactly. Now I've listened. Another great song. I've listened to that song, Layla, like Eric Eric Clapton unplugged. Growing mm-hmm. up, I remember specifically going on probably Facebook at the time and saying, "Like, does anybody know that song that happens in Goodfellas at this point? Like, it's such a great song, and people are coming back on uh, Layla." I was probably like, "That's the, Layla, the like, extended version, exactly." I think right. I just like, never knew it was Layla because I always heard just the.
1: Once it gets yeah, once it gets done past the buildup and it gets right into it.
0: Anyway, that's a I love a song with buildup.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I I thought the soundtrack was great. I thought the editing was good. Um, Consistency. I don't think there were many flaws. You know, listeners at home, if you know of many identifiable flaws in that movie, go ahead and let me know. But. I thought it was great. I thought the acting great, like Ray Liotta, and you see him slip into the depravity of his drug-fueled... Cocaine. Yeah, exactly. this was the 70s, right, at that point, I think,
0: in the movie. Um, I thought cocaine was an 80s drug.
1: Me too, but I guess it started picking up steam in the <laughs> 70s. That we're to in start Canada, somewhere. so we get everything, like, you know, t- 20 years later. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. But I just thought it was... It was really good. The characters, you have endings for most of them because they all die in that sweep after the Lufthansa thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you see the failure of his marriage because of everything that's gone on. Tr- betraying his so-called friends that ultimately wanted to probably put him in the grave once he had been arrested. Um, the ending, I know for you, you were satisfied. For me, Um I can't say for certain that I was satisfied, but it was just the conclusion of a fantastic movie. Um, That's so that might be the one sort of drawback. I don't know if everyone was fully satisfied at the end of Goodfellas because it's not that happy-go-lucky ending. It's kind of a, I wanted to be in a gangster forever. I did it.
0: I don't know if it's so much that or if it's just that you want the story to continue could be like what happens after he enters are they out looking for him is he is he content in that life well i guess he's Does definitely he not content
1: you know you know that much because he's hey, talking I mean, about the, eating bad that, ketchup on crappy egg noodles but There, there's a whole
0: movie right there so what you know the he goes on they to call it the prequel but what's the what's the, the se- sequel the sequel so now he's in witness protection and he's he opens up a pizza joint. It almost in becomes Iowa. like a Breaking Bad sort of thing. Like he's he's living legitimate, but he still has that thing underneath him, and he's got to live in the underworld. Have maybe. you
1: ever seen My Blue Heaven? No. Oh, because that's it's uh, Steve Martin and Rick Moranis, and Steve Martin's the gangster. Okay, but this has got a comedy flair to it. It's oh, a, it's a total
0: comedy. Yeah, okay.
1: But. <laughs> No, oh, I'm it's saying like a Mar- it's the exact plot you're talking but about. Martin he-
0: Scorsese makes a movie about what happens when Henry Hill goes into the witness protection. That program. could be interesting. Oh. Martin,
1: call us. We All got right, ideas. I would, I would watch that. You could make them happen. We've got the idea to get you rolling. I would watch that. But My Blue Heaven, a good one. I wouldn't put that as my favorite movie or best movie, but very enjoyable.
0: Okay, well we're we're about 25 minutes in here. So do you want to get on to your honorable mentions? Or do you want to still try to pick apart my pick? I still would like to pick apart yours, but <laughs> okay. given that I well, haven't oh, so seen So ask me. What? No, it's just given,
1: given that I haven't seen it, you've got a fair play there. I can't... Okay. I don't know if, I, if it would make sense to keep trying to criticize without watching it. I'm just surprised that was your choice. That's all. I'm sure it's a good movie. It's a fine movie. Just like we could talk about hockey players. He's a fine player, but he's not... Ovechkin, Gretzky, See, Bobby Orr. It, that's how I feel about this. That'd be like you saying to me, Ron Francis, the best hockey player ever to me. Hmm. And that's fine, Ben, but it's like I would tilt my head and, like a <laughs> bewildered
0: dog and just, okay. But that's where this. you're getting confused here because you could come back at me about the Ron Francis thing and show the stats and says he's not the greatest ever. But in this situation, we're not talking about the list because there isn't a list. There is no... Did the
1: Academy nominate Notting Hill for anything? Anything. I'd have to go back and check, but I'm going to say Please do, but I mean anything. They could nominate it for soundtrack. They could nominate it for editing. They could nominate it for everything we've sort of talked about. There's categories galore. screenplay,
0: adaptation, whatever. You're right, but I think... And maybe we misinterpreted this a little bit. Maybe. But going into <laughs> it, I thought the question was, what's the greatest movie ever in your opinion? Right. Because there is no what's the greatest movie ever question. Like, that's obvious. We can't answer that. So I thought it was, what's the greatest movie in your opinion? Now, it wasn't what's your favorite movie. It's what's your greatest movie in your opinion?
1: My favorite movie may may change. I don't know if I How would pick... in
0: the hell is that possible? How can your favorite movie not be the greatest movie ever in your opinion? Well, maybe you're right, but <laughs> Okay, so this is just now proven to me that you don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> 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 like you have no reason to pick apart my movie at all. <laughs>
1: Are you kidding me? Oh my god.
0: I think I have reason. I liked um my favorite movie is not my greatest movie ever. Okay, well that
1: makes Well, great. my Hmm... I don't know, but what I'm trying to say is the last movie I watched where I really walked away being like, wow, I just went on a roller coaster of emotions was Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. And I don't know if it's fair to call that one the greatest movie ever, but that might be moving into my favorite movie. Okay, so... I just thought it was a very fresh take on a very difficult topic to make
0: lighthearted how many lighthearted world war Two movies do you know when when we get into the honorable mentions i will touch on some of that because that is exactly we're true. in we're in the honorable no i mentions. wanted to mention one thing because oh, okay a movie that i've seen recently was the gentleman great movie great movie so i remember specifically watching it i'm just going this is my new favorite movie because it was that good i liked it so much
1: Another Guy Ritchie movie, Lock, Stock. That might be my favorite movie. Oh, see, now we're a switching. Fantastic movie. But. I'm not calling it my greatest movie ever. It still stays as Goodfellas, but that could be my favorite there. movie. That would. Uh, yeah, no, I enjoyed that movie a lot.
0: I could, So that's your favorite movie. That could be my
1: favorite movie, but. In your I'm, opinion. Goodfellas was better. It has Better. Better. Better cinematography. The greatest
0: as far as you're concerned.
1: Well, you know what I mean. Like I know exactly what
0: you mean. Weighing them out. Because the question that we posed here was the greatest movie. Well, Lockstock
1: has one thing going for it that Goodfellas does not have. And that's the British the accent British and humor. British humor. Right. So that could be why.
0: I really enjoy the banter. And you would take Lockstock over snatched. Or snatch
1: yeah or it's snatch. close it's snatch. close snatch is good snatch is really good but just knowing that lockstock was the <laughs> first the first one he made it's it's so original because snatch sort of borrows
0: from I remember after that came out and I watched it and which snatch snatched yeah and I think my brother was here he used to go to to um uh, out to Edmonton to the oil sands he was doing that, so on Fort McMoney? Yeah, so on the way, he'd he'd have a layover in Toronto. Anyway, I think he was here once, just and passing through. Just passing. How many PEI references can we make in oh five minutes? And uh, and I think I had just recently seen it and purchased that on DVD, and then we we're watching something, and I turned him said, <laughs> "Have you seen Snatched?" <laughs> he goes, "All the time." <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, like the movie, man! Little
1: Ooh. Islander humor there for you, yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so let's
1: get into it. Yeah. Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions.
0: Um. You go first. Okay, so kind of like what I just mentioned about the gentleman, where it's I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, this is this is my new favorite movie. I always afterwards would fall back to Notting hill like it just has that something about it and i love it and it's in my heart forever yeah everyone's allowed to have their like to me i would have thought
1: Notting hill is like your guilty pleasure
0: no i'll say it loud and proud baby it's a great movie and don't don't hate me for it i love it it's good and especially don't be like alex if you're gonna hate on me at least go watch it first and then come back and hate on me but anyway Number two in my list is one that kind of flip-flops because it's it's so close to me, meaning it's like it, they're a close one, too. Okay. It's called Barney's Version. It's a Mordecai Richler movie, Canadian author, uh, and it's one of those things where I put it on once, and I'm like, I'm just going to you know put it on to have some background, something going on, and uh, I was – Like captivated from opening to end and loved Mm it, you know. Again, there's ups and downs as far as the love story goes because I'm a romantic. You're a romantic. (laughs) Can't uh, wait for Lorena's. Paul Giamatti is fantastic. Yeah, and it's I just loved it. Yeah, but that's that's my number two. And then everything after that is, I think, great movies that make a list, but I there's no way I can order them because. Mm on that list goodfellas is number four all right
1: we're gonna save uh the guilty pleasure i want a guilty pleasure pick at the end of this um so yeah that was your number four is goodfellas so guilty you're pe-
0: pleasure pick of what
1: a films. like one that you know is not a good film but it's oh. just a an entertaining flick
0: <laughs> okay easy
1: <laughs> all right so wait four was goodfellas five we'll give you one more super bad super bad great movie Great movie. Um, honorable mentions for me. I guess I'd have to take Lock, Stock, Two Smoke and Barrels. I seem to have a thing for crime films, if you haven't picked
0: up on that. So one was Goodfellas. Two yeah. was Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking and Barrels.
1: And that one's totally plot-driven. The cinematography in that one is not. Mm. I like how it all comes together. Um, similarly, I liked Crash, number three. Uh, I really thought that was what does that mean? Number three, honorable mention. Oh, sorry, number oh. two, right? Number two. Oh, number three.
0: I thought you meant Crash, well, number three.
1: No, like, sorry, Lockstock being my yeah, number sorry, one honorable gotcha. mention. Number two being Crash, the movie, uh, with all the different characters in Los Angeles. Mm. Uh, number three, Amelie. I really liked Amelie, the French movie. Um, just the soundtrack, the shots, the color schemes—very good. Number four, uh, the Royal Tenenbaums by Wes
0: Anderson. Love him. Great movie.
1: Actually, you know what? Flip that one to number two. Yeah, <laughs> okay. no. Flip. You're,
0: you're not even looking at a list right now. You're just doing these off the top of your head. Right. So yeah. either this is totally emotionally driven, or you've rehearsed this. No, no, this is emotionally driven. Flip flip number two As to right number now, four flip those two because oh actually flip
1: no. yeah no flip i haven't really thought this out okay. i didn't i was more concerned about picking apart nodding hill and defending goodfellas <laughs> yeah, I than see. i was about I my honorable from, mention from the get-go yeah that's why you're so upset <laughs> uh so that's number four becomes crash number two is the wes anderson movie royal tenenbaums that has a great story gene hackman fantastic acting all the characters are believable. It's silly but heartfelt. Um have you seen that before or no? No. Which right. one was that? Royal Ten and Yes, of course. Okay, it's, so yeah. you've seen it. It's yeah. good. I, I like that a lot. The, you know, Luke Wilson, fantastic. Owen Wilson, crazy. Number five, honorable mention. Hmm.
0: Like oh, I'm right. not even i'm not even gonna take like off my list godfather 2 snatch 7 casino royale son of a woman murder in the first legends of the fall the gentleman the I'm, kingsman i'm Crank.
1: gonna I'm, I'm gonna kingsman's good that's yeah. another entertaining one yeah. an original
0: i will uh take the graduate go
1: throw an graduate. old school pick on yeah. there graduate ben braddock
0: graduate great
1: and bancroft dustin hoffman good acting um yeah those are my honorable mentions. Uh, again yeah this is very open-ended anyone can pick what they want some movies affect them differently than others um i've given you sort of my criteria as to how i make my decisions on these things guilty pleasure Uh, there's a toss-up for two movies for me but um flip a coin it could be con air or it could be demolition man Like, they're just so bad that they're great. What's so funny? <laughs>
0: oh, Jesus. They're guilty pleasures. I know, but I... My my wife would never agree to this, but I must be a romantic because my guilty pleasure is like a, a rom-com. Jesus
1: Christ, Parnell, <laughs> take some fucking testosterone. Oh my god.
0: What's your pick? It, it's like any What's... anything that has to do with um Adam Sandler and those like It's the 51st date. One it's of those first of dates, isn't not, it? No, not specifically that one cuz he has the other one <laughs> just go with it with Jennifer Aniston. I I have not seen that. Well, one. there's some pretty interesting parts that you're going to want to see in that movie <laughs> you, <laughs> Hey, you should... you've
1: got 16 fucking years on me, man. <laughs> so yeah, you may have seen some more okay, but movies it, than but me. But it's
0: it's um, Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. Do,
1: do I, You're telling me do there's two good reasons do I need to, to see, see that? More? <laughs> uh, she's great. I don't know. I'm I'm happily satisfied with oh, yeah. with my
0: situation. So, <laughs> well you don't believe in the whole power of Notting Hill. So there's no way that you would ever fall in love with Jennifer Aniston because there's no way that would ever happen because you're a commoner and she's the starlet from from Hollywood. Hey,
1: hey, hey, I'm with Miss Monterey. So (laughs) the stars had to align for us too. My deal is instead of believing in these fantasies in the movie, I try to fulfill it every day. So, when you told me I wasn't a romantic, I wanted to jump the table. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about here? Don't forget but
0: about the power of editing.
1: Fair enough. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> you never said you were, like,
0: a romantic. What are you talking about?
1: You said you're clearly not a romantic. You don't like Notting Hill. Well, well
0: maybe that's uh, who knows. Well, I hope you edited it out <laughs> properly because fuck. <laughs> oh, dear. And uh, one that neither one of us has mentioned, but no nobody can deny, is Shawshank Redemption.
1: Yeah, and Green Mile. I thought that was Green Mile's good. Good stories. Um, yeah, they all got Oscar noms at the very least. Did you say your guilty Forest pleasure? Gump. It was yeah, Forrest Gump's another one.
0: Why? Well, I, I think it's like. Just Go With It or 51st States or the other one they did on Netflix recently where it's like a murder mystery. Like they, they go away on vacation on this, this boat or whatever, but they get kind of get caught up in some story they're not aware that they're in, that kind of storyline that's been done a few times. That's a great movie.
1: Well, this was a very open-ended discussion. I mean, there's so many good movies to pull from it. It was difficult. I mean, that, I struggled that, with making a list of my favorite movies because I've seen so many and I enjoyed and yet you a went good with deal the, of them.
0: you went with the, you know, whatever makes you just feel good. Like you went with the safe answer. I went with Goodfellas because was the I remember
1: safe answer. No, because I remember seeing it and falling in love with film. If that's a good enough answer for you. Um I went I must have watched it I don't know how many times. I ended up getting one of those kinda not poster. It's a poster but it's on a laminated thing. Like a chipboard. Yeah, yeah. I know. So I mean. have one of those with Goodfellas and, you know, some of the things. I thought it was great. Mm. Um, thanks to my dad. Dad well, I was way too young to probably have seen it. Like, I was younger than 13 when I saw Goodfellas. And <laughs> I just remember falling in love. It was a great movie. I thought the soundtrack was great. The filmography, great. Um,
0: Would that have been your first Ray L- Lillard movie?
1: First Ray Liotta movie? Yeah. I thought that's his only movie. <laughs> no, I'm what? just kidding.
0: I'm just kidding. But uh,
1: that's obviously his biggest movie by far and away. That's my first Ray Liotta movie. It's uh, and I, th-
0: like what what It's Totally off top. What novels did you read in high school? Like, did you read the same ones I would have read? Or no, well, I don't think so. Like maybe did you like read Catcher in the Rye? Yeah, you yeah. read that. Okay, um, Outsiders. The Outsiders. You read that. Yeah. Charlotte's Web. Uh, Like going.
1: No, I would have seen that maybe as a kid's movie growing up. Okay,
0: so there was a there was um I don't even know if it was a book, but we watched it for some reason. It had something to do with those type of novels, Catching the Rye and and um the Outsiders. It and and um, he's in the book. He's in the movie. Tom Hulse, I think, is the other actor's name, and he plays like his younger, slightly mentally retarded uh, brother
1: can't use those
0: words anymore, yes, you can. Parnell. Yes, you can. He was uh, he disabled. Was a... At the time, I'm trying to set the scene here, at the time we watched the movie, he was considered that time, uh, politically correct or not, whatever you say, but it was presented to us as an educational situation that he was a mentally retarded person. Okay.
1: I mean, we still don't know what this was called. It's not Rain Man. No, that's another, that good Rain Man. That he, no. another good movie. That he another good movie. A
0: great movie, but that wasn't. That. Anyway, that was Surprise. surprised that wasn't your pick. That was a Ray Liotta movie. Ray Liotta, Liotta? What Liotta, Liotta, Liotta.
1: Jeez. so yeah, I don't know. I think we read the same books. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I fell in love with that movie. That Joe Pesci, fantastic in that. Yes, you know that funny how you know, I make you laugh. I'm a mm-hmm. clown. Like anyone can use
0: that. Uh, going forward, which apparently was improvised.
1: Yes, yeah, that's so why the, Ray. His his Leota's fear is somewhat real.
0: Those are the best moments. Was... Little
1: little improv never hurt if it's done well. Of course. Um. So does that wrap it up for this episode? I guess we're.
0: <laughs> well, for me, it was very anticlimactic because I have to defend my pick the whole time. I agree with your pick. It's a great movie, but it's not my greatest movie. Cool. Again, I'm saying Notting Hill good movie could be <laughs> You haven't even seen it, so. Anyway, I've
1: seen enough to no, know No, you have not oh, seen it. Oh my god. Uh,
0: no. I I again, I I will I want this on air. I want an official apology after because you're going to watch it and you're going to say, "Okay, I I get. It. It's not I'm speaking as you right now. It's not my greatest movie ever. My greatest movie ever is still Good fellas. but can i can understand ben how you liked this movie because i'm just saying i think
1: movie. you picked it because you know he outkicked his coverage and maybe you feel you did too i don't know
0: there could be some of that to it but i saw it before i met my wife so good point
1: yeah good point but this conversation is taking place now not then
0: so but i remember the first time watching it oh. it had an effect on me like that is a Good story, great movie. I loved it. Anyway, that's episode number eight of Shooting the Shite. I'm Ben. I'm Alex. Sorry about it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I'm not apologizing. <laughs> oh, that was good. That's good
1: banter.